This is Thriving Thoughts, the podcast that teaches you how to change your thoughts so you can change your life. I'm Dr. Sherry, clinical psychologist turned thoughtologist and truth teller. Welcome to season seven, where you'll learn to be gentle and deliberate with your words so that together we learn what it really means for women to encourage, uplift, and empower one another. Twice per week in five-minute episodes, we'll dissect popular phrases women say to one another, expose the lies hiding beneath their surface that perpetuate problematic ideals, and learn how to speak true encouragement so we uplift ourselves and others. Are you ready to speak truth over the lies and be an empowered woman who empowers other women? Start with this truth. A woman who changes her world changes the world. Let's go. A couple of weeks ago, I found myself in a clubhouse room centered on the topic of suffering in silence. The discussion aimed to shine a light on the experiences we have as women that we don't talk about, at least publicly. A needed discussion, yes, because when we don't share, there's a temptation to suffer in silence, thinking you're the only one who must be experiencing these difficult emotions. Yet, I heard something that reflected what I've been seeing more of lately, a common message that while intended for our benefit is misdirection, a message that keeps us feeling stuck, the antithesis of thriving. It's the message of speaking your truth, honoring yourself, and validating your feelings. On the surface, these messages are appealing, yes, but what if they've gotten twisted along the way and are actually causing more harm than good? A woman in the clubhouse room said, it's important that we honor our feelings. I had a visceral response. I cringed at the combination of honor and feelings. It mimics the underlying meaning of validating your feelings, that they are truth. Feelings are not truth. They are feelings. They are truth only in the way that they are real, that they exist. But they are not truth. Truth is absolute. Feelings are transitive. Truth is immutable. Feelings are chosen. To honor something that is transitory and fashioned into our being to be used as information for decision-making is to preclude the growth intended to happen through them. The danger of encouraging one another to validate our feelings is that in so doing, we elevate them to a position of authority and subconsciously honor them to the point of justifying our decisions. We must change the narrative. Validating our feelings means we must acknowledge them, not use them as an excuse for our behavior. Pastor Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church preached a message recently about the pop culture phrase of speaking, quote unquote, your truth, in which he warned that we mistake our truth for our experience. Again, the truth is unchanging. Our experiences, however, constantly change. The problem is that when we turn our experiences and the emotions associated with them into truth, we come to expect them, and we begin to relinquish our authority to a perceived inevitable pattern of emotional experiences. Slowly, over time, the conversion of our feelings into truth constructs our identity. We become victims of narcissistic abuse, for example, hyper-focused on others' behavior as the source of our emotional experiences. Acknowledging our emotions is a way to thrive because they contain critical information we need. Validating them and converting them to truth, however, stunts our ability to grow because of them. If something is truth, it can't be changed. It is therefore definitive of us and our experience. 
But if something exists and is acknowledged, it can then be used to our advantage. Dr. Seuss says simply, you have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself any direction you choose. You have the capacity to use your experiences to learn about yourself and to subsequently grow. Validating your feelings encourages you to stay in them and point to them as reasons for your choices. As Taylor Swift sings, look what you made me do. Acknowledging them, on the other hand, makes the buck stop with you. You are responsible for your choices. You may not be responsible for the first emotion you experience in response to a situation. You are responsible for choosing to take control of it by understanding it, why this is your go-to emotional response, whether or not it's beneficial to you, and whether or not you're going to choose the next emotion and the next action independent of that reflexive feeling. When we validate emotions, we use them as a right to feel that way, a right to be hurt, a right to be mad, a right to be betrayed. What if we were to stop fighting for the right to feel bad, to stop fighting for the right to be a victim to someone else's behavior towards us? What if instead we started fighting for the right to choose, the right to choose how we use our emotions, rather than settling into their truth and letting them use us? What if you started fighting to use your emotions as a tool to become more attuned to your emotional patterns and their connection to your choices? What if, starting now, you refused the lie of validating your feelings as truth, acknowledged them instead, and set about the work of making them work for you? It's up to you to speak truth over lies. Then you will thrive.